Hi, everyone. On this very first episode of Motherwell, the Motherhood Project podcast, you'll be meeting the team. So we're going to take a few minutes to introduce ourselves, let you know a little bit about our background, our origin story, what led us to the work that we do, and also a little glimpse into our lives as mothers. Between the three of us, we have 10 kids, so there's lots going on in each of our homes. (laughs) We hope you enjoy this conversation. Welcome to Motherwell, the Motherhood Project podcast. This is founder Jen Delmer coming to you from my closet. I will be in this episode calling in to speak to the other mamas on the team, Marie Enns and Chrissy Knorr. Uh, we'll be speaking to them from their homes. We're not sharing physical space, obviously, uh, during this time of quarantine and social physical distancing. Uh, But we're really looking forward to getting together sometime, hopefully soon. We have been offering all of our services uh, virtually via Zoom, which has been a big pivot for us. Um, But we found that we've been able to really create and cultivate the community that we're really passionate about creating. And it's been going super well. So we're very grateful and fortunate to have that opportunity to continue to support moms during this time. So my name is Jen. I'm the founder of the Motherhood Project. And my background, many years ago, I obtained my undergraduate degree in psychology, which I really wasn't sure how I would use, how that would come into play ultimately, other than I knew that I loved people. I'm a people person, and I was very interested in helping and supporting. So Again, that was many years ago, and it's taken quite a long time to sort of see how that would play out in my life. Um, But now I'm ultimately hoping to pursue a designation in counseling, which is kind of a full circle moment uh, for me. We'll get there at one point. But uh, what led me to fitness, I wasn't involved in fitness to a great extent until after I had had um, my first child or when I was pregnant with my first child and I was participating in uh, prenatal and postnatal fitness classes. And I happened to have an amazing mentor um, who really encouraged me to become certified, become an instructor and really step into more of a leadership role, which is what I did. So I started to obtain certifications that way, starting with pre and postnatal fitness specialist certification and group fitness. And then that led to a spin certification, weight training, aquafit, yoga for fitness, you know, all of these sort of base certifications that one would get to kind of round out their resume, if you will. Um, From there, I just wanted to take it further. So I became a personal trainer. And after having a very, um, what can I call it, awakening experience on a yoga retreat, I pursued my yoga teacher's certification as well, my 200 hour. Um, And so I teach various styles of yoga, as well as obviously prenatal yoga. And so I have a pretty diverse and well-rounded background in terms of um, class type, specialty, anatomy, physicality, working with different kinds of bodies, um, working with different kinds of people. So I'm a personal trainer elsewhere outside of the Motherhood Project, uh, which I love, and I manage a studio locally here as well. So I've got 
irons in the fire, <laughs> but my baby and like the real heart of what I do is uh, with moms. So I am a mom. I have three children. They are eight, six, and one. Our one-year-old is our rainbow baby. And we, uh, and I'll talk about this on future episodes, absolutely, but we struggled with um, consecutive multiple pregnancy losses in an attempt to have our third baby. And that really also shifted the way that I approach my work and led me to become certified in trauma-informed leadership and has also led me to embark on a designation as an infant and pregnancy loss support person. So I'm right in the midst of that and looking forward to um, having that sort of tied up so that I can start putting it into practice and supporting, supporting people in the community. So we have a little list of questions to um to go through as our interview and I've already given you sort of a little glimpse into some of those things but um one of the questions I'm going to ask the team is what led them to want to work with mothers specifically so for me right off the bat I knew that as a mom when I was going through you know pregnancy early postpartum days and then even afterwards the community I felt attending classes with other moms in the same place as myself, it was transformative and really liberating to be able to show up to a place. uh, If you were having a bad day, you know, you haven't had a shower, your baby's crying, you're sleep deprived, you X, Y, and Z, right? There's so many different things going on. And to be able to get in a room with other people who understood me, um, it was a way to be seen and just like acknowledged, you know? Um, And then obviously I had great leaders that were (laughs) wanting, making me want to come to those places. So when I became an instructor, I knew right away that it was going to be about supporting mothers physically. Yes, we offer lots of classes in terms of physicality, but also uh, emotionally and socially and mentally. So really multifaceted. Now, the team, Chrissy, Marie, and myself, we've all worked together for many, many years, long before the Motherhood Project came into fruition. And we really were in a a place of focusing on the physical. And then, you know, I'm sure we each kind of dove into the other things that came from that place. But when I started my own business, I knew that I wanted to be offering things that were specifically driven towards maternal mental health and really talking about that and really talking about the social health and the reasons why we need community. Uh, So just kind of opening up the dialogue further. So we also offer uh, support groups, perinatal support groups for people that are struggling with anxiety and depression. Um, we offer various types of yoga classes where there's a lot of dialogue and conversation that happens before we practice. So we're really trying to approach things from a holistic way and an inclusive way so that everyone is in the picture. Our main pillars of business are community, connection, and support. It's everything we believe in. And everything stems from those three things. A common challenge. What's a common challenge you believe mothers face? So there are so many challenges that mothers face, which is why we're doing this work. Um, 
honestly, the isolation that mothers are feeling, the lack of connection that mothers are feeling, mothers who have questions, first-time moms who have never gone through it before and feel really alone or confused or scared. Um, There are so many challenges. Once you have children, challenges with your relationships, challenges with uh, managing time in your life, managing the challenges that arise potentially in your relationship or in your social relationships. It's a real time of growth and adaptation. You know, you come into this new role and you have a new sense of self. You're not who you were before. And so there's a lot that happens and a lot of processing that needs to happen. And so What we're trying to do and what I'm really passionate about is just meeting moms where they are and trying to encourage them to meet themselves where they are without judgment and without criticism, but with compassion and understanding that what they're going through is typically very common and normal and then getting them in a room with other moms so that they can see that, that they're not alone. So that's sort of... um, you know, the challenges I think moms are facing and why we're tackling them. Now, from a physical perspective, there's a lot of physical challenges that mothers are facing. So whether that means pelvic health, um, people that are dealing with abdominal separation, pelvic organ prolapse, they might have injuries, they might have physical obstacles. So part of The deal with us at the Motherhood Project is that we have additional training, additional specialization in the pregnant prenatal body and then the postpartum postnatal body. And once you've had a baby, you are postnatal for life. So we encounter people that are way out of having a newborn that are just sort of acknowledging things that are going on in their body. And they're coming to realize that there were issues that they could have addressed maybe earlier on, but they didn't have the knowledge and they didn't have someone educated um, helping them or referring them or guiding them. So the physical part of prenatal and postnatal work is also a big, big priority for us. We want moms to be safe. We want moms to be addressing the issues in their body from pregnancy all the way through, whatever that might mean. Um, And there really is a variety of things, not to mention just the usual, you know, pregnancy discomforts, postpartum discomforts as your body changes and adapts back into this new normal. Um, Yeah, mental health is a huge issue that mothers are struggling with. And myself personally, I've dealt with anxiety and depression in the past. I've dealt with postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression. So that is another thing I'm very passionate about identifying, talking about, educating on, and trying to lessen the stigma. Um, pregnancy loss is another big one that I feel is so important to uh, to talk about, right? One in four moms are dealing with or will deal with uh, pregnancy loss, and there is no reason why a woman should feel alone or isolated, or unsupported during that time. A challenge that I have specifically faced as a mom and how I manage it, well, I've just mentioned a whole bunch of things that apply to me. I think now in my current life, with my kids being eight and six and one, um, 
there is an issue of time management. And I think you'll hear that the uh, the rest of the team is sort of in the same boat, right? When you've got multiple kids and even one, but in contrast, three and where there's one with a big age gap in between, um, it's presented challenges. The older kids have uh, typically, obviously not right now, but very busy lives. So lots of activities and sports and things to do. So we're usually constantly, I am usually constantly driving from place to place and towing the baby along with us and dropping off and picking up and it's usually really busy. So that's part of what I've loved the most about this time at home is that we've been able to just um, take a break and not have that pull. And I've been able to get to know my kids again in a in a different way where they have attention and we get time, you know, to sort of focus on each of them without being pulled in various directions. So it's been nice. Um, you know, we're dealing with a lot of sleep issues right now with our one-year-old and trying to trying to get him to sleep through the night, which um, he's finally just starting to do. It's a little inconsistent, but um, I know for me, sleep deprivation has always been a challenge, whether like with kids or not. Um, getting enough sleep, I've always had like a bit of insomnia, not a great sleeper. And then when you have kids, obviously, um, it kind of goes out the window for a while. So trying to get back to some kind of a more restful nighttime routine is um, a challenge that's on my radar right now, for sure. Um, yeah, that's sort of me in a nutshell. So I'll cap it there for my interview and take a moment just to dial in and connect with Chrissy and Marie. First up, we're going to hear from the lovely Chrissy Noor, and then we will hear immediately after from the wonderful Marie Enns. And I hope you guys enjoy the conversation with each of them. Um, we thank you for tuning in and hope that this sheds a little bit of light on who we are. All right. So first up, I'd love to introduce Chrissy Noor. Um, she's been a part of our team from the very beginning. Hi, Chrissy. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Hanging in there. I know, right? <laughs> we yeah. are. Yeah. Um, so just take a couple minutes here to introduce yourself and um, let everyone sort of hear about your history, your origin, your background, and then we'll go from there. Got it. Okay. So um, I've been working in the pre and postnatal fitness industry for, oh my goodness, like close to 10 <laughs> years now, like for a long time. And I got into, I got into fitness. Um, I played basketball my whole life and through university. And when that ended, I kind of like, I found like I, I just needed something and mm -hmm. fitness was that thing for me. And um, I started doing that. And I got into the pre and postnatal after I had my first, um, I did a pre and postnatal class or I did a postnatal class and I loved it. And then I just decided, like, I, I swear it was like after my first class, I was like, I, this is what I need to do. <laughs> and I've been doing it ever since. Like, yeah. So I, on and off for 10 years through having like my three kids and, um, yeah, sometimes I, you know, teach one class a week. Sometimes it was 10. Um, mm -hmm. but I just, yeah, haven't really stopped. So tell us, um, a little bit about like your family, how old are your kids? And then also tell us just a bit about your like background with basketball and coaching and, 
um, what you love to teach? Sure. Yeah. So um, I have three. My oldest, Jordan, is she's 11. Mason is nine. And my youngest, Harper, she is six. Um, Yeah, I've been, like I said, I, you know, played basketball my whole life. And now I coach. um, I coach my oldest. I coach Jordan's travel team um, for basketball. So we are in the States most weekends, obviously not right now, but, um, and you know, they go all the time. Um, we're practicing, you know, four or five days a week. Um, but I love it. It's, it's similar to fitness as where like, I feel like I'm helping these kids out and I feel the same with fitness. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're just really helping that you're encouraging. You're just, you know, doing a good kind of role in these people's lives and I just love it like I love you know the progression that you see from you know my 11 year old girls and the same with the moms that I teach right um yeah definitely yeah so I teach um I have my spin certification and group fitness I love doing boot camps but I also I think spin and strength is my like um, my favorite to teach mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really like that one. Um, yeah. And so what led you to want to work with mothers specifically? Like what about that niche is, um, something that kind of vibes with you? I think, um, specifically after I had Jordan, I had Jordan when I was 25 and none of my friends were in the same position. And I go to this mm-hmm. class and I was like, Oh my goodness. Like it was a community of people. And I met friends like that I have to this day and we've stayed in touch. And, um, it was just, it was finding that like, it was just, it was so out of, like, I didn't even, like I said, I was young none of my friends were in that position. And it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. all these people like me, they're, they all need the same thing. Like we're in this together. Right. And yes, totally. And that's what I love. Like I did a bunch of classes just to, you know, the, different gyms and stuff but nothing was like the postnatal class that I took and yeah absolutely that was kind of it I was like you know it's more of the community than anything and that's what I loved yeah and I think we all everyone on the team has kind of come to this from originally being a participant right and it just Mm -hmm. like it gave us so much that it ended up being something that we wanted to then give back which is which is really cool Mm -hmm. in the whole like evolution of things yeah um so maybe you could just tell us like what is something as a mom that you have sort of struggled with or that's been a challenge for you? I know your kids are getting older and the challenges kind of change and shift as they grow. But if there's anything that kind of comes to mind for you that you've um, kind of had to dig into as a mom. Yeah. Like you said, it changes like with um, how old they are. Like, you know, to tell you the truth, when the kids were, you know, four, two and a newborn, my biggest challenge was getting out of the house. (laughs) Yes. Like you don't have time to think about anything else. Now it's different. And, um, you know, especially with having three, it's like spending that um, little bit of time with each of them. That's a big challenge Mm -hmm. for me, Mm -hmm. especially because I coach my oldest my husband coaches Mason and then our youngest, she's, you know, just kind of doing her, you know, group stuff right now. Eventually I'm hoping to coach her. But so when I'm on the road, it's just me and Jordan. And then I feel like, okay, I need, when I get home, I feel like I need a day with, I feel like I need a day with Harper, but I don't have that time. Yeah. So I, that is my biggest struggle right now. Trying to 
equally, you know, give them enough of me time. Um, Definitely. And I think that's more me than them. They don't notice. And I have to keep reminding myself that like, Mm -hmm. you know, they need, you know, love and a kiss, a hug here and there. But my husband's with the other two when I'm gone with Jordan. And I just have to remind myself it's not, it's, they couldn't. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. I think that's a really common thing that we all are struggling with is like understanding that, you know, we're doing enough, like whatever we're doing is enough. And the kids, they like love us unconditionally. And it's always sort of our own expectations, our own pressures right? Yes. that are driving the narrative. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I find actually like since we've been in quarantine, it's been kind of neat because I've been able to get to know my kids in a different way. And we're spending so much time together and not being kind of pulled into all the different activities and places we're normally Mm -hmm. going. Um, But what are you guys looking forward to? Like, what's the first thing you're going to do when this like social distancing, physical distancing is over? What are you guys itching to do? Oh my goodness. Our biggest thing right now is like, (laughs) we just want, uh, the kids really want to like have all their friends over for you and so I think that might be Uh one of the first things right just like you know besides like this super selfish things of like oh my goodness my hair is gray like (laughs) right selfish oh my goodness I feel like I didn't realize how much gray hair I had I'm like yeah I need to get my hair done but you know like those things are like whatever but um yeah, yeah just like we really miss just like having our people you know like those people mm-hmm. yeah, whether it's sure. like from you know class a class you take or your team or whatever your family like just having them over yeah 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 totally awesome thank you so much and for taking some time on your afternoon here to sit with us um yeah you're welcome to hang out for marie's interview Mm -hmm. or if you need to hop off that's okay too but um we'll meet marie next and marie also has been with the team right since the very beginning and um kind of neat about our stories that Marie at one point was actually a participant of mine, which is so awesome. So it's been really cool to see uh, your evolution of where you started and where you're at now. Mm-hmm. So why don't you take a minute, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you and your fam and your origin story sure. with all of this. Yeah. yeah. So I'm Marie. I have four kids, all four boys, and they are <laughs> they are now seven, five, three, and almost one in a few days. So (laughs) it's a lot easier than saying almost seven, almost five, and eight months. (laughs) Anyways, they're all two years apart, give or take one or two months. So yeah, we're just finishing up birthday season here in our house. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so like you said, I met you in one of your boot camps, I'm sure. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I have been a, a fitness instructor, group fitness, uh, personal trainer um, for coming up on four years, I guess. I got into it, um, my certification, after my second was born. Um, and what, wanted, what made you want to take that leap and kind of dive into that. I remember when you were thinking about it and we were kind of talking about uh-huh. it and then you, you know, decided to do it. So what kind of gave you the extra push to pursue well, it? Same as what Chrissy said, being in one of the boot camps or stroller fit classes that I was in with Everett, I just felt like comfortable. I felt 
like yeah. you finally find your your spot. And same thing, all of my close friends, uh, none of them had babies, none of them, hardly any of them were, were married or even thinking about kids. So um, I felt comfortable, I felt like, a, like where I needed to be at that point. So and we had awesome instructors like you. So I just, I just kind of, I kept going until I aged out of the postnatal and I thought, how can I keep doing this? And so I decided to become a teacher. <laughs> and you really fought it too. Those, well, cause I mean, I, I did. I, I think he was like running after me at some point. Um, but <laughs> I always intended to go back to my, my pre kid profession in law. And I just, I, I tried after my first was born. You know, um, I was in a really hard spot with my dad was really sick. I had just gotten healthy from having, I have a autoimmune disease, so I was just mm-hmm. healthy again. Um, and we knew that stress was a big trigger for that. So I, mm-hmm. I thought, what am I doing to myself? What am I doing to my family? If I'm going to be sick, I'm not going to be here for my kids and my husband. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I was able to kind of step back from that path and pursue fitness. Awesome. And so what about, I mean, I, I know what your answer is going to be, but what about, you know, working with mothers is, you know, what about that is um, kind of like meaningful for you or why do you want to be, you know, dedicating your career to this? Yeah. At this you mean besides yeah. always being pregnant myself? Uh, that part is over. <laughs> we're, we're closing that door in our house. Um, no, I, I just, I wanted to foster that community for mothers. Um, and, empower them to feel strong, like feel strong in their bodies, mm-hmm. feel strong uh, mentally, feel strong as a parent, as a, as a new mother, as a wife and um, whatever they were having troubles with at that time, whether it was being pregnant and dealing with um, body, like physical issues or that transition into parenthood. Um, I wanted to keep that community and support system in place. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I was just going to ask you, what do you think some challenges are, you know, facing mothers, but you just listed like the top yeah. bunch of them. I, yeah. Um, what about, yeah. What about personally? Like, mm-hmm. what do you feel has been, I'm sure again, like at different points in your journey with four kids, I'm sure that the challenges kind of change and evolve, but what's an issue that you feel like you've specifically faced and like how have you been able to manage it or work through it? Um, I agree with Chrissy about, um, carving out time for each child it's mm-hmm. not something we I really thought of when I wanted to have a bigger family um but they they really do need a little bit of one-on-one time I think we yeah we take on more responsibility for than what we need to and we we have we all mm-hmm. have really active and involved partners and families so I like to remind myself that they are loved by more than just me and my husband they have a whole community mm-hmm. behind them but um me personally I still struggle with asking for what I need or want in any given um, like season of where we are. So when having a newborn, like asking someone to bring food, like, please, if you're going to come, please bring something for me to eat. Um, Please bring clothes or, or want to just hold my baby. Like that's sweet. And with our first, I thought it was great. But uh, as you (laughs) have four more babies or you just kind of get into (laughs) what you really need, I, you know, I, I needed, I needed the help for myself. I needed someone to let me shower or let me clean something and not have anything to do with the baby. So it really depends on where you are um, from day to day, but that's what I still struggle with. Mm -hmm. 
I have to just say, like, as a follow up to that, it's so interesting, because I would say of, of so many mums that I know, I would say that you are so good <laughs> with boundaries and asking for stuff. So maybe you've improved. Thank you. I, <laughs> I think I have improved. Yeah. No, in this last year, I think with four, it it shifted. Like I, we had to get help in our home. And that was a huge change for me. And we had a lovely helper. And she gave me the confidence that other people can do what I'm doing you know um it's not gonna yes. <laughs> the house isn't gonna burn down or you know if we go right. out um the two of us someone else can watch the kids maybe not one person um but we're gonna figure it out and we're gonna ask the people that we need to help um to really step in and I think most people want to help um they don't know yes. how they don't know what you really need so I think yeah the boundaries create yeah, a lot oftentimes of it yeah yeah sometimes it takes just that like willingness to um give up that little bit of control Definitely. Right, that we're so used to. Yeah, I feel like once you open that for, door, it becomes yeah. easier and yes. easier. And even as the kids yeah. get older, like we'll be at a soccer practice or we'll be in the neighborhood with other kids, you know, pre quarantine. And, um, you know, I'll have one kid that needs to go to the bathroom or one kid that's having a complete meltdown and someone will say, Oh, do you want me to watch the baby? Or I can stay with the kid playing soccer if you need to. And it's like, you just, realize the community that you built yourself um, and that you you know surround yourself with is so important and they they want to help out yes that's so yeah good. that's like that's just like such an important piece for I, I'm gonna venture to say like every mm-hmm. other at some point you know yeah so I know you guys have like a super full house over there and I'm sure you're feeling this like whole quarantine <laughs> situation what are you guys dying to do when all the distancing is over well my number one was getting my hair done but anyways <laughs> no I do I do I miss my my best friend my hairdresser I miss her um but yeah. uh I we want to have all the kids birthdays and just have it like you said Chrissy like a big yeah. barbecue just have everybody over and not think about sitting too close to people mm-hmm. or you know who's touched what so um we'll do that eventually but yeah just being around our people yeah, I think we can all agree that getting around our people, our extended community of people is going to feel pretty good when this is all said and done. Thanks so much to both of you for taking time out of your busy lives and your busy day to uh, connect with me in this way. It's uh, been a great conversation and get to know you, a little bit of a background as to who each of us are. And just in general, I'm so grateful and thankful and honored to have you both on the team with me. I really can't imagine um, our team looking any other way. And I couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. We did it. We made it through our first podcast episode and interview. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. I've been planning to start this podcast for quite some time, months, actually. I've had all the gear sitting around my home and, uh, you know, life's gotten in the way and I've probably gotten in my own way a little bit as well, but I'm so excited to have it up and running. The Motherhood Project is just about to turn one. Our birthday anniversary uh, is right in line with Mother's Day, conveniently. And the past year has just been incredible. When I started the Motherhood Project, I had a really clear vision of what I wanted it to include, what I wanted it not to include. 
I've worked in the industry for a very long time. So I had a great sense of what I wanted to bring to the table and we've really been doing it. I'm super proud of the team and the work that they continue to do and in supporting moms. And we're really looking forward to just continuing doing more, 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 more. (laughs) My vision for our business is pretty big, but I have a clear path forward um, and we're headed in the right direction and it feels really good. So thank you for being along for the ride. We appreciate your support greatly. And we look forward to bringing you your next episode of Motherwell, the Motherhood Project podcast in the very near future. Take care, guys, and stay safe.